I'm delighted to welcome tenor Joshua Mills and horn player Alex Edmondson, both current students at school who will be appearing as soloists with the Guildhall Chamber Orchestra in concert on Friday the 25th of January at Alice St Luke's. So welcome Joshua and Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're both soloists in Britain's work Serenade for Tenor Horn and Strings. Can you tell us about the work for people who don't know and, and what part your instrument plays in it? Well, the piece, as you say, it's written for tenor, horn and strings. Um, not tenor horn, tenor voice, <laughs> French horn and strings, which is often confused. Um, it's a selection of six songs, um, so six poems, all, all by British poets actually, which are uh, Cotton, Tennyson, Blake. There's an anonymous 15th century poem, um, a Johnson setting and a Keats uh, setting finally. And these six poems seem to generally relate to um, the same sort of subject of night or death and sort of, but the piece as a whole um, seems to encompass all aspects of life, including an inevitable death. But also the fact that I think uh, more generally that life can be very beautiful and it can also be very terrifying, very scary. And it's incredible how just in these six, all quite short songs, yeah. it seems to encompass all this different material. So if um, the first setting, say the cotton, uh, the pastoral, is absolutely beautiful, whereas then if you were to then go to the elegy, the third um, the third song by Blake is sort of the music is very cancerous, it's terrifying. And if you think that Britain, he wrote this work in 1943, so he would have been 30 years old. I think it's quite incredible if you think about how mature the writing is, not just in terms of the the orchestration or the instrumentation. It's incredible the colours he makes, but also the subject matters. It's incredible that a 30-year-old man could write so um, so movingly, I think, about such a subject. I think that's... Um, that's one of the main things that makes this piece so um, fantastic, I think. But just about, say, the role of the horn, um, as well as those um, six, um, six poems, those six songs, they're sort of framed by these two, a prologue and an epilogue, which are the same in terms of musical material, um, using the French horn's natural harmonics. So that means using the horn without valves. And um, it's basically like a horn call, quite similar to the last post, you might think. Um, but using the out-of-tune notes um, of the French horn. And this kind of creates for the listener, it's just the horn alone, and it creates this idea of, sort of the listener can be taken away on a journey, so that then the six songs, which is the core of the piece, is almost like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. I think I've, I think that's probably, in terms of the horn's role, even though it's got lots of lovely material in the songs, I think the, the role of the, the prologue and then the epilogue, which is heard off-stage, so in the distance, that really creates the frame of the work and the body of, like the shape of, of what happens. Mm. Yeah. And Joshua, you're the tenor in this piece, I aren't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us about the kind of the particular challenges in this work for you? Or? Yes, yeah, I think so. Because Britain first performed this at the Wigmore Hall with Peter Pierce, and uh, Pierce had a very distinctive voice, and he could do a lot of things that a lot of other people can't. Um, so I think you can see that he really wrote this with him in mind. So there's, for me, you know, some, some difficulties, but, um, but you, you just work through them and, and it's set very, very well. And you can see that he's taken so much care with the text. And I think that the way he set them, you know, brings more from the text for me as, as a performer. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can constantly see, you know, if I 
we, we keep on working all the time and I, yeah. I think oh yeah that's what that that's what that means and it uh, we, it's just constantly evolving and I really yeah. I really like that yeah so. and this year is obviously Britain's centenary and there are performances of his music plans all over the UK through the year do you think this concert has increased your interest in him as a composer absolutely yeah yeah I think this is my favorite piece of Britain I've done quite a bit now and um, We've we've worked quite a lot together, and we've just got yeah had lots of time to um, get really stuck in and to try and understand. I think the more the more that you can dedicate, put the hard work in, just thinking about the poems, and um, he's so detailed with the way he wants things, with the markings and stuff. The more you can do that, the more the more you'll get out of it. I think yeah. It so. is very meticulous. The markings it's very very detailed. Yeah. But at the same time, it, interesting. I think it leaves it open for interpretation. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. So there's a big section in the second song, the tennis and the nocturne, mm. where it's sort of cadenza, where the the tenor is is singing, saying "blow, bugle, blow," and you have these horn calls answering. But and you can sort of we were trying so many different ways to sort of how long we wait or how yeah. long when we increase the dynamic too, which is really interesting. You can sort of make it almost. You can have two performances, both following the markings that he wrote, but they're so different. And yeah, I think that's yeah, really, yeah. that's really, that's really great. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And do you think music students are more interested in twentieth and twenty-first century music than they perhaps used to be? Do you feel like you've become I more think, interested yeah. in contemporary I music? Think so, yeah. I think so, yeah, and I think quite rightly so as well. I think I think that's really important. I think that's one thing that Guildhall does very well, actually, is that they're really. They're, they're performing a lot of new music at the moment. We earlier on this year, say we performed some Messian. There's a project going on at the moment doing Takamitsu and various things. So uh, I think it's really important. But I also think that it's really important that students listen to a lot of British music because I think it's so often neglected. Mm. Especially say Britain or Vaughan Williams. You tend to hear quite a bit of Elgar, but Vaughan yeah. Williams and Britain I think are really neglected and they're really fantastic composers. And I think say this year with it being the centenary of of uh, Britain's birth, you've got so many performances of say pieces like the War Requiem and, and also the Serenade, the War Requiem is an incredible piece and it's so interesting that, so I think a lot of the problem is that these pieces are so massive because yeah. another piece that Guildhall did recently was the Walton, uh, William Walton's Belshazzar's Feast and the forces is just so huge yeah. that it's so expensive to put on, you yeah. know, but which we're lucky we can do that here, yeah, yeah, but for a professional orchestra. Yeah. It's, it's more difficult, but I think it's really important that um, students listen to music that's happening yeah. there. Yeah, and I think the students here really enjoy doing contemporary music, because there's nothing like if a piece is like a neo-opera scenes we did last term, there was a piece, piece that's being written at the moment, and um, the composer didn't, came in and, and worked with us, and, you know, and to have that um, moment where you can just discuss, oh, this part doesn't yeah. work for me, or um, can, can we change this, or rethink it, you know, it's just fantastic that you can... Yeah, just I was, I was, yeah, I was thinking the thing with that that I find most interesting is say if you're performing a piece of Beethoven or Strauss, mm -hmm. and you've kind of got that way that before you've got sort of a second-hand experience of what mm -hmm. the composer wants, and you're going you how, however much you try and yeah. try and do your own thing, you're still going on the tradition of what's yeah. going before in some sense. Whereas then you, by being part of these new pieces, you're making yeah. you're part of making that tradition. That's yeah, then yeah, it, yeah. people that might look on 
in a few years' time and think, oh, so that's how it's been done. Let's work from there. And it's true. I think that's really. But what I do like about thing. Britain is that we we have the opportunity to work with people that either saw him perform or knew him. My singing teacher knew him, met him, and that's really nice because mm. um, you know that's such a great input for for us as performers. It's such. I think it's yeah. It's such a big thing, especially for British tenors and British horn players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really is a core piece in the repertoire. I mean, it is all over the world, but especially for British. Mm. So that's really nice for, for me and Joshua to be able to do that. And the orchestra will be directed by Candida Thompson, who is an alum of the school and is now artistic director and leader of the Amsterdam Symphonietta. And um, how are you preparing for rehearsals? And presumably you're quite excited to be working with someone of her calibre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> No, we haven't really. started with the real we've no, started uh, in a few our, days. Yeah, yeah. we got our first rehearsal tomorrow and yes. then uh, Candida, she arrives next Monday. And yeah, it's, it's really exciting. I mean, recently um, I, I showed Joshua, there was a recording she'd made of uh, quite recently, I think, of the Britain with James Gilchrist mm. and uh, Jasper Duval. And it, it's, yeah, it's really, I think it's really exciting to do it without a conductor. Yes, yeah, I've done yeah, it once yeah. before with a conductor, but she'll be leading from the from the leader's seat, which I think will be really exciting. And yeah. I've, I've been to Amsterdam a few times recently, and the music scene there, there's so much energy. It's really, it's always, it's really, it's really exciting whenever you go there. So I'm really looking forward to yeah, absolutely, And we we've we've been working quite a lot. Like we did. Uh, a masterclass in the Wigmore Hall, which is quite nice because it's where the, the piece was first performed, actually, yeah. um, with with Mark Padmore. Um, so we've we've rehearsed a lot, but it's just going to be nice to finally step into the, with the orchestra and yeah. just to see the different colours that that's going to bring. And yeah, yeah, um, I think that's the big. Thing, it can change. Yeah. It can change it completely. You know, as soon as you start singing with or playing with the orchestra, it can just yeah, it just. Uh, just works, yeah. And speaking of the orchestra, um, it, obviously the chamber orchestra will include lots of your peers. Yeah. Um, does that make this special or perhaps really intimidating? <laughs> well, I think there's always going to be pressure. Yes. There's always pressure whenever you perform. And I think, yeah, this sort of project, yeah, I guess there is more pressure than if you were just doing a recital. You and your pianist, do you yes. know? Because yeah, yeah, I say a lot of the string players, like, I know a few of them, but I don't. But that's, I think that's a nice thing, is getting to meet new people. And, Absolutely. Um, but I, I think there's there's always going to be pressure, but I think we'll be thriving under that. And there's pressure, yes. but there's pressure on everyone performing. I yeah, think that's yeah. one of the amazing so about the Serenade is it's really a chamber music piece, mm. and so it's I think what's quite exciting is that for a lot of those string players, it'll probably be the first time that they've played the piece. So I'm just looking forward to sort of sharing it yeah, with them absolutely, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think um, you know yeah. everyone's going to want each other yeah, to do well. And yeah, you have to you have to do well, that yeah. in chamber music. You have to listen to each other and because it's being led you know we have to be so observant and otherwise it'll uh, fall to pieces <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joshua you're on the opera course and have also just been uh, been announced as one of the finalists in this year's gold medal um, <laughs> Bravo. Uh, which is the school's most prestigious award for musicians how did it feel to make it through to the final uh, I was very shocked <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm really thrilled and, um, can you tell us what you'll be performing on yes, the night? yes I'm, well um, we're going to be doing a bit of prison, actually. we're going to do some excerpts from the t- Serenade, um, which would be lovely. Um, I'm doing uh, two Poulenc songs, um, a beautiful song called Livi di Terra from um, the Petrarch Sonnets by Liszt, um, and then a Mozart aria and a Gounod aria. So it's fairly, fairly varied. I've tried to 
try to include something for everyone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the first year of the opera course, aren't That's you? Right. So you still have another year yes. to go with public productions That's and right. so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got lots coming up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And Alex, you're still on the Beamers programme, I think. Yeah. So what do you have in your schedule for the coming months? Yeah, uh, as you said, I'm, I'm on the fourth year of the Beamers programme now, so I'm, I'm in my last year at the school. And um, I think um, one of the great things about the Beamers programme, particularly, say, for wind and brass players, is the variety of stuff going on. Because, say, just in the next few months, I've got I've, the most recent thing after the Britain, which is a fantastic opportunity, is um, yeah, I've got my mid-year exam, which is which sounds stupid that I'm mentioning it, but it's, it's, it's good in a way because it's uh, based around an orchestral audition. So it's sort of preparing me for what I might be experiencing next year and applying for jobs and stuff. Okay. So the exam actually makes sense rather than just being an exam I can worry about. A really helpful thing. And um, then I, I'm playing I'm playing principal horn in the orchestra later this term. I'm playing a Rachmaninoff second symphony uh, with Nazeda in the Barbican. So that's really exciting. Um, really looking forward to that. I've also got um, some chamber music stuff. And I've got we've got a horn ensemble concert coming up. Um, where it's just all the horn players getting together, playing a horn ensemble music together. Um, we also have all, all the, regularly each week we have uh, repertoire classes, say just the wind, brass, and percussion without the strings that we'll play through a, a symphony or so just to get used to the repertoire. We do that every week, so that's a, that's a really helpful thing that we do. And um, another thing we're doing actually, we've just started is a wind, brass, and percussion choir. Which we, ah. we, we, just, uh, <laughs> we had our first rehearsal last week. Uh, yeah, it's really good fun actually. Oh, yeah, it's really good. I, 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 that's, I think that's um, it's a nice bit of fun, but also I found it I found it really helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. sing, actually. I, think it's really I don't think I'll ever be entering the gold medal. Like, <laughs> like, uh, Never know. <laughs> so um, finally, um, for both of you guys, what are you enjoying most about life at Guilds Hall? And if people are listening to this who may be thinking about applying to the school, mm. what can they look forward to in their time here? I think um, it's just like what you're saying. For me, it's just the variety of things and um, things that you're exposed to, people that you work with. And um, what, what I enjoy is you're never at like a, a constant level where you think, OK, I've, I've reached this level, that's fine. Everyone's always encouraging you to better yourself and mm. to um, ra- raise the, the barrier of your standards, and I think that's really good. It's really inspiring, and uh, I, yeah, I look forward to coming in each day, and I, I just really enjoy my time here. It's a fantastic course. And, yeah, um, I think I think around I think around the Guildhall for me, I think there's a really fantastic environment, like a buzz around people mm. for learning yeah. and sort of a communal. And we know everyone's really sort of in it together. And I, I, one of the things that I've really f- um, found great over my sort of three and a half years now at Guildhall is that I've never felt that I've been spoon fed, that I've been forced to do it. Like, if I don't, I think if I didn't do the work, then no one's going to force me to do it. But in order that I will fall and then learn from that. So that, but people, even though you're, you're not spoon fed, which I think is a really good thing, because they make you self disciplined. Mm. Um, the way that the teachers are here, the horn professors, absolutely fantastic. You know, they're really, really disciplined and really great. But um, but there's people, a lot of people here who work here, who really appreciate hard work. Mm-hmm. I think, and um, and they want the best for you. You know, they really want to see results, not just within Guildhall. They're really, they're really planning towards the long term, playing the long game, which yeah. I think is a really good. Yeah, really and good I think the course just generally it sets. It does really set you up for the profession. You know, I feel like. When I leave, that I will you know, have the tools to know what to expect and, and what, what's expected of me, really. And um, 
I think that's that's really important. And it's very you know, it's very mm. clear um, for both of us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in, guys. Thank you. We're really looking forward to seeing you both, Joshua Mills and Alex Edmondson, um, soloists of the Guildhall Chamber Orchestra in concert on Friday the 25th of January. Alice St. Luke's tickets are on sale from the Barbican box office now. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.